I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world. And we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Hey, you guys, and happy inauguration week. This might end up being one of the most eventful inaugurations of our lifetimes. It is certainly unlike any in modern history. And given the national tension, as well as the pandemic that happens to be (laughs) ravaging our nation, it will certainly be remembered in time. And distanced events have actually already begun to celebrate the end of an era and the start of a new one. Amidst all the planning and anticipation, a man was actually arrested in Washington, D.C. with 500 rounds of ammunition and fake inauguration credentials. He pulled up to a security checkpoint and they did their job. They recognized the fake credentials, searched his truck, and found a weapon that he was not authorized to possess, as well as tons of ammunition. He was charged with five crimes and still maintains that he was lost, and the whole thing was just a misunderstanding. But this is hardly the first sign that D.C. will be a dangerous place this winter week. The FBI is also investigating 37 people who participated in beating a police officer with a fire extinguisher, ultimately taking his life at the Capitol on January 6th. Though they are expecting the bright blue skies and the freezing temperatures that we've all come to associate with the presidential inaugurations, this day will be anything but typical. Airbnb has actually also canceled and refunded all of its existing reservations for the D.C. area for this coming week through the 21st, staying in line with the principle that we discussed last week. Private companies want nothing to do with this conflict and violence that happened at the Capitol, and they want to prevent being associated with an extremist who does something crazy. They have followed up with the canceling of these reservations with a plea to their customers to not attend the inauguration. They've also banned, quote, numerous individuals associated with hate groups that participated in the Capitol riots. Sixteen groups have actually registered to stage protests in Washington, D.C., 
But the D.C. mayor, Mural Bowser, has actually asked federal officials to cancel any public gathering permits issued during this time frame, as some of them have actually requested permission to be armed, and most are supporters of President Trump. But regardless of these, whether these protests occur or not, there will be armed forces flooding the city of D.C. and literal walls being erected between the Capitol and the general public. Biden opted not to move the event indoors, which would likely have made the event much more secure and controlled. But I can't blame the guy for wanting that moment in the sun-soaked dais and looking up towards the sky. Anyone with presidential ambitions has dreamt of that moment. And it certainly would be safer COVID-wise, as we know. But they've gone ahead and established what they call a quote-unquote green zone for the day, which is just going to be an area that will be all military, standing between onlookers and those actually participating in the events at the Capitol. They will additionally be cutting off traffic flow to the D.C. mall area, as well as train stations. They're encouraging everyone around the whole country to stay home on this day as much as possible as to remain safe from any violent extremists, as there is extensive online chatter about violence on Inauguration Day being reported by the FBI around the country. This is not just happening to D.C., So please stay vigilant and aware of your surroundings as you're out of the house during the buildup to Wednesday's events. That said, a star-studded series of events is already underway, taking place all over the country, featuring celebs from Deborah Messing to Fall Out Boy to J-Lo to Carole King to Tom Hanks to Sophia Bush to Lady Gaga to Kerry Washington and many, many more. The main events will take place on Wednesday night in lieu of the traditional inaugural balls and can be watched starting at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so 7.30 p.m. Oklahoma time. The events will be called Celebrating America and can be viewed on ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, and MSNBC, as well as streamed on Amazon Prime Video, Twitch, Fox News' News Now, and the Democratic Committee's YouTube channel, as well as their other social media platforms. So to wrap up the episode for today, I'm actually just going to go through some different international stories that I think are important for you guys to know about. And unfortunately, with everything going on here in the U.S., um, I don't have time to like designate, um, you know, as much time to fleshing these out for you guys as I would like to. But this way you guys know what's going on. And if anything else crazy happens, we will all be on the same page. So First of all, I want to talk about the Houthis being designated as a terror organization. So in their final days, the Trump administration has decided to label the Houthis, who are an Islamic political group based out of Yemen, a terrorist group. 
This label cuts them off from any aid and adds tension to an already extremely tense political climate in Yemen. You guys know if you've been listening for a while, we talk a lot about Yemen. There's a lot of conflict there. And really the victims in the situation are the general public. Like they are not allowed to live their lives in safety because of all the political conflict going on that turns violent. The UN and other humanitarian aid groups have condemned this terrorist label, but we will see if Biden decides to overturn it. He'll have to weigh whether it does more harm than good. And then the Uganda election. So I want to talk about these elections in Uganda. Basically, the incumbent who's been in power for many years won again. And the country definitely believes that the election has been rigged in his favor. So we've seen this time and again in countries that have corrupt leadership. Um, And it sucks because there's just not a lot that the population can do. Um, But I wanted to keep you guys up to date on that. And um, the young singer turned politician who ran against him said that they are going to fight through the court system to try and get the election results overturned. And then we move to Ethiopia, where 80 people have been killed. So another massacre has taken place in Ethiopia, but this time away from the northern area that we've talked about in previous episodes. But it was still ethnic related. As we've mentioned before, Ethiopia actually has 80 different ethnic groups that have high tensions among them. When those tensions light up, violence tends to break out like this. Right now, the country is considered to be close to a civil war, so this is definitely an international story and region to keep an eye on and be definitely ready to help in any way we can. And for our last story, we turn to Russia, where Alexei Navalny, um, if you remember, Alexei Navalny is that Russian activist who was poisoned, almost certainly by Putin. Well, he went back to the motherland and was quickly apprehended and taken presumably to jail or prison. There's video footage of him saying goodbye to his wife and being taken by armed guards into custody, but we don't know much else. His flight was coming into Moscow, but was diverted so that he could be apprehended without the crowds watching who had come to greet him. We will definitely keep you posted on this as much as we can, as well as all of these other international stories. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you with the quote, dreaming after all is a form of planning. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. 
Our sugar-free media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.